I love what this one restaurant is doing. They they have a sign. Is it on their dumpster or on the front of the store? I think it's on the front of the store, maybe a couple of different places. And this is where somebody would panhandle. Yeah. And it's directly a sign that's for anybody who is panhandling are going to rummage through their dumpster for mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. And they simply says this, say this on the sign. For those who have to go through the garbage at night for something to eat, please do not do it. You're a human being. And you deserve love and respect. Come inside. They'll be happy to offer you a bite to eat and take uh, and take with you a cup of water. Yeah, I like that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they're saying, here, we'll get you a to-go plate and a to-go cup. And you can have something warm and delicious to eat. You don't have to go through the garbage because you're better than that. And we love you and we care about you. It says all of that in that, in that sign. You are a human being. Yeah. Wow. But I think sometimes when you're down on your luck, and especially I've never been in that position, but I can imagine you feel somewhat invisible. You are invisible. Mm-hmm. I lived. I lived that world. That was a part of my my teenage years. I, that was just me. That's my journey. And you are completely invisible to people, and you're judged, and you're just trying to survive. Even you know? if they don't, you know, look at you and give you the up down or anything like that. When you're invisible and they avert their eyes, it's because they don't want to engage, and you know that. You know that as a person, that they just don't want to have a conversation with you because maybe they feel guilty about your situation or they don't want to help or, or whatever the case is. And so that that's where the invisibility comes in. It does. And the judgment. It does. But to see somebody being the hands and feet of Jesus and saying, hey, I have this restaurant. You don't have to panhandle and ask people for food. Don't have to go through our dumpster to get it. Just come inside. We'll take care of you. We will hand it to you like any other customer. Because... You're a human being. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. That time when all of a sudden somebody recognizes and sees what you're going through and then does something good. Mm-hmm. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. Yeah, I um, when I was a single mom, I worked with a woman who saw that I was having some car trouble. I mean, my car basically kaput. It was done. And I couldn't get my daughter to daycare, couldn't get to work. And she wrote me a check for the down payment on a new car. For real? For real. Man. There's no way. I didn't have resources that I could tap into, and she saw that, and I will never- How wonderful. Never not appreciate her for that. Tina's here at 800-447-7234. What happened, Tina? Years ago, my ex-husband got in trouble and went to prison. We were married at the time, and the same week I got laid off. And I was a brand new Christian, and I said, I remember sitting in my living room just crying and saying, God, help, help. That's all I had left, help. I was a single mom, all of a sudden, of six kids, no income, no way to provide. And a man knocked on my door the next day, and he said, please don't be afraid. I know you don't know me, but I was praying this morning, and God told me you needed help. And I run the deli down the street, and every day I am going to bring you the leftovers from my deli. And he did, faithfully. And someone else paid for our power. And someone else paid for our gas. And it was Christmas time. Someone else provided Christmas to the sea. I don't know who did all of that. But I can tell you what, those those blessings of kindness 
uh, just generosity today, to this day, if I'm having a bad time or, you know, Satan tries to hit me with something really negative, I never question God. Never. I know that he is always going to come through. <laughs> Probably because you've seen his work through people who really believe in him. Yes. And it's also a powerful testimony of how important it is to listen. You know, when God says go, go. Don't doubt. Don't question because you just never know the impact and the long-term impact. Because through all of that, most of my family has been saved through through just that one original act of kindness. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. It is nuggets of love. They are coming back. This chicken nuggies. Who did that? One of the fast food joints? No, it's Tyson. So you can buy them in the store. Oh, frozen chicken. Yes. heart-shaped nuggets. Yes. Oh, okay. But there are different fast food restaurants that will make, like, on the day of Valentine's Day or the week leading up, they have, like, heart-shaped biscuits and heart-shaped chicken okay. well, and that kind of thing. But says love like. But, you know, <laughs> if you can just cover your, you know, honey in this kind of love, then you can start out with your heart-shaped biscuit in the morning, and then at night you serve them up. I saw some heart-shaped pasta over the weekend, and I had to reach out to the place and say, how long y'all going to have this? Because I need to get I me some. I feel like Scott, who does our news, have gotten these before. Yeah, we got them last year, and I was in a Walmart over the weekend and saw a big, like, end cap on one of the freezer aisles, and they're full of them. I think it will wait a little bit closer to Valentine's Day, but... So what do you do? You wrap this up and give this to your wife? <laughs> no. no. We serve them for the kids. We, we get them for the kids. Yeah, and, sure you and do. cook them up. Sure you do. And there's a big kid in the house, too. Yeah. Well, me. I think his, so. Yeah, his name is Scott. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the Morning. His radio. I honestly, at one point, which was maybe yesterday, did not realize these things were real. You, you, you had no idea that they have waders that you can go into the water and find things in? No. Because Alicia had had said to Molly and Natalie, who wanted some insulated waders, that I'll get them for you because they wanted to comb the beach, find shark teeth and oh, things cool. like that. Cool. So, yeah, these things actually exist. Oh, good. I had no idea you didn't know. I don't have any, so why would I think they exist? <laughs> <laughs> so they went out and they found this super huge shark tooth. The thing's like five inches. I mean, they're, they're wow. like eight, nine or ten years old, mm-hmm. these young girls that wanted to go out there and look for shark teeth. And five inches in their hands looks like the whole hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's super huge. Turns out that the tooth comes from a megalodon. Never knew they existed, number one. And I will never get back in the water, number two. No, it's not Jaws. The things evidently are extinct. Okay. I mean, they and they might be out there. There's different scientists and researchers that say two different things. They go back and forth. Yeah, they okay. go back and forth. But at one time, if they don't exist, they did exist, and there are just humongous, huge sharks in the depths of the ocean where nobody ever goes. And this is supposedly one of those teeth. Well, it's huge, I'll tell you that. I saw the movie The Meg. That's why I thought they were... Kind of like unicorns and you know Loch Ness monster kind of the thing. The Meg. So there's a there's a, of course there would be a movie about oh, right. this. Jason Statham, I think is. I have it no or idea. Something? Yeah. So it's action packed and the big the big megalodon. Yeah. And so them. I mean here are these two girls and moms with them and they found this super huge tooth. It's super cool too. As huge as it is and just that she lucked up on it. Honestly, 
She just found it. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. This is one super huge snowman. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. You may have heard of it because it's been around for at least five years or more. Mm -hmm. In Fairbolt, Minnesota, where they have near downtown, like a block away from downtown, on the corner of the road, this humongous snowman. 20 feet high, 25 feet around. Yeah, it's so incredible. He's even got like, you know, the little pipe and a little carrot for the nose and all this stuff to look like Frosty, but they have a different name for him. His name is Faribo. Faribo Frosty. Faribo Frosty. And if you do the hashtag Faribo Frosty and follow the hashtag, you see the different years that they've made the snowman. It's always been as tall and wide, but you see that it's gotten better looking throughout the years. Well, it has because the first time, you know, it's just like when your first cake or your first pie or whatever you're making. The more you practice it, the better you get at it. So it's it's the same thing. They do this every year. And some years, because there's so much snow in this big snowman, mm-hmm. it's around till July. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's melting, but it's still around. Well, by the time they get to July, it's just like palm size, I guess. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. When it comes to anxiety and depression, which can be so crippling, mm. so crippling. They have now prescribed something that can help take care of this Mm -hmm. and help you get out of the anxiety and depression. And it's this. Do a random act of kindness. And it will help big time. They've yeah. actually studied this, and it works. Yeah, it does. And you don't need a good RX to get a discount on it at all. You can just buy somebody a coffee or go take somebody uh, for a walk or, you know, to walk somebody's dog. I mean, any little random act of kindness. But I think in our minds, when we're going through those things, we think, uh, I wish somebody would do a random act of kindness to me. And they said, well, that's nice. You know, you you start to feel the love from other people, but it's when you love on someone else that that mood starts to be lifted. Oh, let me tell you. I mean, the Bible even addresses it, you know, and do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And this is like, it goes back to scripture. It really does. That doing something kind for somebody helps you out. Yeah, because you see somebody else is struggling. I think that's key. And then just anytime you do something for somebody else, I truly feel like your heart kind of grows a little bit. Like you just feel lighter in your soul. Well, I don't know if that works for everybody, but I know it helps me. Yeah. I know if I do something good for somebody, I feel great about it. Oh, yeah. Not because I feel like, whoa, I did something good, pat myself on the back. It just feels good. It just feels good. We're built that way. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. This is super cool. And according to the study, it says we may only be a couple of uh, years away from a flying motorcycle. A flying motorcycle. Flying motorcycle. That sounds kind of dangerous. You know, it does a little bit, but at the same time, it sounds super cool. They already fly by me on the interstate. You know, kind of. Kind of. But Some people are a little bit too daring. In and out, in and out, in and they out. They do. That scares me. Most are safe. but Usually the Hondas or Yamahas. If somebody is on a BMW or a Harley... Not as daring. Well, you know, they're thinking $75,000, But this puppy's going to fly? This puppy is going to fly, and they might even uh, make it part of the military so that they can send a lot of these flying motorcycles into one area and really cover their bases on the ground in the air, you know, all the different, so, different ways. So, will it have wheels? No, uh, no, I don't think so, but it can, listen to this, cruise 60 miles an hour for 30 minutes Here's the thing. 
When I get to that close on my car, I'm like, I can make it. I'm not going to do it with this. No. <laughs> because, you know, depending on your altitude, more than four or five feet, I probably would not push the envelope on how so much time. you can only go 60 miles? 60 miles an hour. For oh. 30, 30 minutes. For 30 minutes. For 30 minutes. So 30 miles. <laughs> Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so then every 30 miles, you gotta, uh, you got to uh, land again, charge her up, wait a couple of hours, get back in the air. Doesn't sound worth it to me. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. I've only tried it once. Mm. I stink at Wordle. Do you? Oh, I'm horrible at it. I, I don't know why. I don't think I get the concept. It comes easy for people. It does. I, I think Ninja and Jake have both played Wordle. Am I even right? Yes. It. You don't currently play it though. No. No, that's so old. That's so 2021. How long? <laughs> how long did you guys play it? Like a week? Like a couple days. Like an hour. And then you were that done. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, like kind of what you see is what you get. But some well, people kinda. love it. Yeah. Oh, it sure. Really, and they and they love the challenge mm-hmm. of it. And there are some that are like, um, we're not really happy with some of the words sometimes. Okay. That comes out because because they'll play it. This is like a worldwide game, mm-hmm. I would imagine. And so what we have in the U.S., they have in the U.K. Mm-hmm. And there are some words that just are different oh, and some okay. that, that they'll complain. There's this one lady. She has what she calls her dream job. She's in Michigan and she gets to pick some of these words oh, for fun. the puzzles that, that are on Wordle. And she says, boy, some people that I'll heal back from, like I'll, I'll give you two words, para or pear. Okay. P A R E. It's pronounced para in the UK. It's pronounced pear. Here. Here. Both mean the same thing. It's just, you know, cutting and, mm-hmm. you know. And then rupee, which is the money in India. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be a hard job for her. Is it, It's five letters every day, right? Every single time. It's five, five letters. So you're going to have five letter words every single day. Don't give her a hard time. Well, she's, she's having a hard well, time. Well, there can be her. some words that mean different things in yeah. different places and, and then spelt never... differently across the board. So, hmm. right? I guess so. I, I've never, again, I've never played, so I don't see the draw anyway. Uh-huh. But then when you're trying to find different words, but like when you're playing Scrabble, sometimes you, maybe it's just me, make up a word to see if it's a, an actual word. Cause it probably I try is. it. You know, I try to do that. Because yeah. I, I can't spell that many words myself. Yeah. See, I need a spell checker. You just keep trying. Yeah. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. All the snow they recently had in California. So much of it. I think, what, 174 inches of snow? It's a lot of snow. Yeah, the, which is very helpful for them because they've been in this drought. And now as the snow melts, it's going to end the drought, they say. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, it's been a drought for, what, three, four years, something like that. And so they say, yeah, it can come to an end. There's also been a lot of rain in that area, a little south of, of course, where the snow I is. I think the one thing they're looking out for is because it's been so dry when the sto- snow starts to melt and the rivers start getting bigger as it's coming that way, all the saturated ground could flood and then there could mm-hmm. be mudslides and all that other stuff, which happens from time to time. Year after year. Well, we'll pray that that doesn't happen. But I think it's better that they got that much snow. What is that, 25 feet? Something like that over a course of time. Not all at one time. But it's when it melts, it's a slow saturation, which is better. Oh, that's true. Than a deluge, you know, all at one time. 
where the flash flooding can yeah. take place. Yeah, so but they so needed it. It's been so dry for so long. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they can hold on that, to that. Yeah. For a while, so yeah. God brought snow. Yeah. There you to go. To help them out. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. There is this home that's for sale. It's in the Caribbean. Looks like a decent price for the Caribbean. It's $475,000 for this one house in the Caribbean. It has three bedrooms and two baths, and it's on its own island. So the whole island, along with the house, they call it Iguana Island, Mm -hmm. because there's, I guess, an iguana (laughs) on the island. Or two. It's $475,000 for a full a full island and its own home. Yeah. It's not a huge island, which I like that even better, but it's it's near Nicaragua. Uh, what my takeaway is, it's $475,000 for the house. There's a dock um, and the entire island. Fishing. I just, right? I just saw on Facebook, there's a house just down the road from here that is the same exact square footage for $375,000. On a little okay? stamp of land. Yeah. This right. is a whole island in the this Caribbean. whole island. So I'm thinking, in a Caribbean? Uh, yeah. Sounds I'm nice. I'm going to take it. Yeah, you're right. How are you going to get there? I figured out. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. You adopt a kitten and you could get a free airline ticket. I think it's kind of cool, but at the same time... I don't want anyone adopting a kitten just to get an airline ticket if they're not ready to take a kitten. Because it's a lot of work. Well, and Scott says he would be into that. Would you? I would. But I know what you're saying. Because the kittens, I think, are only a couple of weeks old, so that's they're really little. That's some extra care that needs to be done. Yeah, But But you do need to make that long-term commitment. You do. You're a cat dad already, right? Yeah, we've got two. So I'm thinking maybe three. Wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. For airline tickets? I know. Three more kittens. So if you you're already three airline person. tickets, oh, no. they need to cap that. <laughs> well, no. they're saying so they're saying you only have to adopt one and their names are Spirit, Delta, and Frontier. Oh, and get out. This is in Las really? Vegas. And look, I think whoever whoever did this and named these kittens marketing genius, because Frontier Airlines jumped all over this and said, Okay, so if you adopt any one of these kittens, we'll give you two two hundred and fifty dollar airline vouchers. Did they really? Yes. Wow. However, if you adopt the one that is named Frontier, they'll double it. So either you get four 250s or I guess two 500s. So it gives you a little more, yeah, a little more space where you could travel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go somewhere, actually. So I, I like the thought behind it. But yeah, like we have a new puppy in the house. Listen. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. She got my eyelash curler this morning. She's been biting me. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's that's what puppies and kitties do. Bite or nibble. Those are two. No, different... that was a that was a bite. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. I would have a really hard time with this. Workation seemed to be a thing for a lot of people where you go on vacation, extend your vacation, and then work during your vacation, like a few hours a day or all day, and you just have the evening. When I go on a vacation personally, I have to unplug. I think that's I can't the point. take it with me. And there are a few vacations that I go on, like once or twice a year, that I have to get some stuff done. So I get up early in the morning, get the stuff done, and then I can enjoy the rest of the day. But I couldn't, like, take four or five hours. 
yeah, out of that time that's supposed to, I mean, the whole premise of a vacation is to get away, refresh, reboot, just like we reboot our phones or our computers so that they start fresh. We need that too. And if you're constantly plugged into work and still all that stress, then what's the point? Yeah, right? Yeah. I have some friends that have like houses in a couple of places, like a condo in Florida and the house here. And so they'll go to the condo in Florida and just work Mm -hmm. and then come back. So I'm thinking, well, what kind of... What kind of enjoyment did you get out of that? Well, I can see if, let's say, you're spending winter in Florida, right? So you've got three months in Florida. you got to get some work done. But if you have, you know, a dedicated seven days, five days, whatever it is, then no, unplug. You need mm-hmm. it. We need it. So I don't know how you feel about a workcation, but at least for me, I've got to unplug. Me too.